This week on the Matt and JP Show, we're going to get into COVID news, the status of last week's missing podcast, and a Vanderbilt sports milestone. Live from the Thunderdome. Let's get it. So, Mad Matt, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Ever since you got me on this Twitter thing, I'm a little bit addicted. But that being said, I was checking out these COVID numbers, man. This is some real shit. I'm talking about like 15 million Americans have had this thing. Yeah. 285,000 Americans have died. That's a lot of damn people. That's a lot of people, man. That's a, We're now up to like over 2,000 Americans dying every day of some shit that they've, they just wore a damn mask we could prevent. Like, it ain't complicated. That's if you believe those numbers, but okay. Oh, man. What, you need an abacus? Like, we'll slide over the little dots? Do-do-do-do-do-do. I mean, what the hell? I've heard people had it, and it was no big deal. They sat at home, smoked weed all week, and they were back at work in, like, 10 days, man. Yeah, but they weren't your grandma. Like, literally, 2,000 Americans dying every day. So you think just because my grandma's old that she could never have been a weed smoker? That's kind of like... Well, she does... Like ageism. Your grandmother does live in Macon. She's probably listening right now. So, hey, Grandma, and if you're out there, you know, smoking a big doobie, that's cool. Good for you, Grandma. Hope it helps you with glaucoma. Hey, Mimi, love you. Hope you order like that pizza I ordered you last night. So, anyway, back to these 2,000 American people dying every day. Why people don't believe this? I don't understand it. Well, people die of different stuff every day, man. It's just, I mean, there's a, a zillion different things could kill you. Yeah, but how many of them could you prevent by simply wearing a mask? Um, I don't know. Four? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. What kind of... Five? I mean... Do you want to live your life in fear or do you want to be free? Oh, dude. Come on. Even the elite strike force has got the damn Rona. There's more members of that team that got the Rona than, you know, they've court cases they've won. That's Trevor Lawrence that said that, you know. Oops. Why don't you remind the... Uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. We'll fix all that. Um, why don't you remind uh, our viewing public what the Elite Strike Force is? So for the it, CNN and MSNBC watchers such as yourself might not be familiar with this kind of vernacular. Uh, all right, all right. Everybody knows that President Trump has got the Elite Strike Force. It's Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis. Yeah. And two of the three Magic Triumphant, the three amigos, two of them done got the damn Rona. And I kind of think Jenna may have gotten on purpose. She got it on. Well, I think both of them got it on purpose, man. I How was, they both get it on purpose? I was watching some court uh, footage of Rudy, and it might have been the funniest thing I've seen ever. Rudy's, was his hair dye running down his head again? No, not this time. But uh, he was in court. You know, he was presenting his case like a boss. He was like Johnny Cochran times five hundred. And all of a sudden, as a man, I don't know if it was like a distraction tactic or what it was, but he ripped one in the middle of the courtroom, and Jenna looked over there like, "What the?" hell you doing i don't i mean did you, you saw it right yeah i saw this and, and let me tell you something i swear to god if somebody was around me farting like that i'd get to covid too well rudy's a real man and everybody knows that real men's farts stink everybody knows that 
And so they probably smell so bad, Rudy can't take his own farts. He hotboxed himself out of the courtroom. Yeah, and so him and Jenna were probably like, man, we got a lot of work to do. We're working like these 20-hour days trying to put it down for the uh, president. So let's just go out and get the coronavirus. You know, Because everybody knows the first thing to go is your sense of smell. And if we can get rid of this sense of smell, we can put in so much overtime for Trump they, w- they won't know what hit them. So obviously they went out and got it on purpose. So they don't have to smell Rudy's nasty ass real man farts. You know Rudy be putting Beano in his scotch every night. Just to try to help <laughs> out. Oh, you think Rudy drinks? I never really got that inclination, but if you say so. <laughs> so. So your premise on this is Rudy and Jenna have been spending so much time together in the airplane, in the courtrooms, wherever, you know, Four Seasons Landscaping. He's been hotboxing the whole time, so the only solution they had was to lose their sense of smell by oh, getting yeah. the Rona. Oh, yeah. They're playing chess, dude. I mean... I like it. They're, like they're it. playing like chess. It. Can't slow them down. Exactly. Can't slow them down. Exactly. <laughs> if they have to eat, like, dirty fast food that they're not accustomed to eating, they can't taste that either. I mean, it's probably the only thing open. They're working such late nights. They're probably eating lunch at, like, 2 a.m. See, you know I'm, I mean? a, I, so, I'm over here thinking about all the people that are dying from this, about the million different ways you can... You know, transfer it to other people and pass it around and everything else. And you're over there going, man, I didn't wish I had to smell Rudy's gas. Dude, typical liberal glass half empty thinking, right? There, I guess. There are some, I guess. There are some very positive things that have come out of the coronavirus in 2020, man. Aside from scientific research, which you apparently don't believe in, and you're probably not going to get the vaccine, lay these positive things on me. Well, number one, um, let's say you're a single person, right? As dating life is hard. I mean, dating's I, hard without the Rona. So I can imagine dating is yeah. hard with it. No, it's much easier now. What? It's easier? No way it's easier. It's, it's much be easier, harder. man, because number one, you have a perfect excuse for not taking your lady or your potential uh, mate out to a five-star dinner. No, no, no. Might get the corona. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get some cheap Trader Joe's wine. I don't drink wine, so I'm going to get beer for me. We're going to order a pizza. We're going to throw them on Netflix. Contactless delivery. Contactless delivery. Nice. From the driver. Not contactless, but when she gets here. But think about it, man. Like a, a A lot of men's men don't really prefer kissing, and a lot of men's men don't necessarily prefer the missionary position. Oh, you eliminate those immediately during uh, 2020 because of the COVID, right? So do you, so do you update this in your Tinder profile going into this, or is this like unspoken rules of 2020? It, no missionary, no kissing. This is the Canadian CDC guidance. You can look it up on your Twitter right now. They say no kissing if you're going to hook up with random people and no missionary position. You should be doing doggy style, face down, ass up. I didn't say that the Canadian CDC did. did I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do trust the Canadians. They could be on to something here. Exactly. So who's to, who's to so, say Trudeau doesn't know what he's talking about? So dating in 2020 is no five-star, pizza rolls, cheap wine, and beer. Basically, no kissing, 
If she's ugly or you're ugly, one of you's got to wear a mask or both of you. Yeah, and if like the photos you're swiping right on aren't as advertised, baby, I'm gonna need you to put on a mask. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very health conscious. Well, I want to live a, like a long life, and I, you know, we're gonna need to put on some protection. Not that ha- kind of protection, but some facial protection. So what happens if she shows up and you're not what she, you thought you were? Does that mean you got to wear the mask? Oh, sure. If that's what I need to do. <laughs> And now, a brief pause for a sports break. In serious sports news this week, ladies and gentlemen, Vanderbilt had the first female player participate in a Division I football game. Her only kickoff went 22 yards, and she was unable to score as Vanderbilt was shut out. What did Don King say? I think it was something like, Only at Vanderbilt! Welcome back from that short break. Uh, we kind of need to grab a quick beer there. I'm not going to lie. So anyway, aside from the single life out there, which you or I are neither, and the benefits of COVID where apparently you can make your significant other wear a mask and you not have to buy them an actual meal, you got any other positives from this COVID? I got a lot, man. Look around this room. Uh, my girlfriend, with very little pushback, has allowed me to spend about $4,000 on guitars this year man she's gonna hit you hard in 2021 i'm talking about five star dinners every week i'm prepared though i'm prepared um i'll say hey baby why we need to do that when we can go get a a couple bottles of two buck chuck and i can serenade you for a little while you know man i hope your playing's gotten a lot better Oh, it's got a lot better, man. That's an, that's another positive. Not only do I have all these axes, but, you know, you don't have shit to do. Can't go meet the peeps for happy hour, man. So you end up playing three or four hours a day. You're bound so to what, get better. So what are the positives for her in, in COVID 2020? She gets to hear my playing and look at my guitars. Oh, that, she's winning. She yeah, she's winning. totally winning, man. You, t- you actually let her look at your guitars. That's I, let her, I let her touch them every now and then, but not a whole lot. Just, just on special occasions. Oh, man, that's primo there. Oh, what a lucky lady she is. She, you know, between the Thanksgiving timer, keeping her abreast for her safety, yeah. and then now you're telling me she gets to look at your guitars? And touch them occasionally. What? And, I mean, on top of that, so I was, I probably worked 40 minutes away from my home, and I was putting 16, 17,000 miles on my car every year. Yep. Now... I don't think I've put a thousand miles on my car since March. That's so, solid. I mean, that's, I, that's solid. If solid. you can work from home, it's a good gig. If yeah. you can get it, I yeah. get that. I get that. It gives yeah. you more time to play with all these fancy guitars you got in here. She's downstairs. She might hear that, that I'm playing guitar during work hours, so. <laughs> or your boss might hear you playing guitar yeah. during work hours. That, that's one of the things about working at home is you have to act like you were productive as possible while they were <laughs> gone, even if you weren't. Because if you say, "Oh, it was a real easy day. I just kind of coasted and like did my." Th- Thing. They'd be like, well, why the hell didn't you take out the trash? Why the hell didn't you put up the dishes? So you learn very early on during quarantine that like, regardless if you were busy during the work day or not, oh, you were busy as hell. You were swamped. You didn't have Slaving a chance. away. Exactly. 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 So that's the, you just don't know how to play the game, man. So like, in, in COVID times, like, I don't know about you, but my company is not having a holiday Christmas party. And frankly, I ain't even upset about it see you're coming around every every episode we see just a glimmer of hope i'm totally with you man you know no ugly sweater parties which i think are the dumbest thing ever 
We're fucking adults. No reason to put on a ho 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 shirt and act like you ain't a ho. We all know you's a ho, Sally. Yeah, I've been in corporate America trying to earn my living and wade my way through corporate the the corporate dynamics since 2005. Now, man, I can see you getting hammered at every holiday party. Well, you just gotta go slow at first because typically, if you're pacing yourself with the non-drinkers, they're gonna be a lot more hammered than you are. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever really made a fool out of myself, but Lord, I've seen some other people make fools. Oh of man. man, you know there is all, and there's always the holiday mistake. Somebody in the company is going to make somebody's going to go up or down in their weight class and wake up embarrassed and then have to see them at the cubicle the next day up or down in their weight class up or down on the org chart like up <laughs> up and down a lot of different ways all over the scoreboard you know it can be yeah. a lot of different yeah. things there could be a lot of potential mismatches at the holiday christmas party right and let's face it we know a lot of people listening to this podcast right now and we know some of you are those people. Yeah. We know some of you are those people. Yeah. But it, in the years where the holiday Christmas party is still a thing, the advice I would give everybody is stick to your tight-knit group that you hang out with at work, that you already have beers with and shoot the shit with. So, if you go try to venture off into the folks that you don't really know that well, but it seems like a good idea at the time, it's not a good idea. It's not never, a good idea. never go into the holiday Christmas party saying, this is going to be the right time to talk to that person you've had a crush on at work. It ain't. It never is. It never it is. It ain't. Because even if it works, she's going to be embarrassed the next day and it ain't going to work. Yeah, if there, if work romances are going to play out, and I can't believe I'm saying this because it goes against everything I believe in normal, non-corporate life. If work romances are going to play out, they need to play out relatively sober with both of you like somewhat sober and on the same page and very private, not in front of an audience, right? Let's face it. Not many of our relationships have ever started very sober, so we're not going to give advice on that one. However... Don't do it at the holiday Christmas function. So anyway, folks, just don't get hammered at your holiday Christmas party and hook up with the person in the cubicle next to you. It's always a bad idea. We'll be right back after a quick break. Mad Map, man, where the hell's the last episode? Our inbox is full. I ain't got no more voicemails. My old lady keeps calling. She can't leave a message. Where the hell's the episode? Dude, you're not going to believe this one. What? I didn't really like the podcast. You didn't like the podcast? I didn't really like it. Man, we were in here for hours. Man. Not to sound like an inner city kid that shows up to school without his homework, but uh, the dog didn't eat it, but it was the dog's fault. How was it? The dog's fault? It was the dog's fault. It was the dog's fault. What, what, what the hell? You ain't even got a dog. My girlfriend's got a dog. Okay, so it's your girlfriend's fault. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because she didn't shut the door. Well, you see this brand new shiny computer? Well, I bought it secondhand, but the dog came over here pissed all over the hard drive, and so went the podcast. <laughs> the dog pissed on the hard drive, and that's the reason we ain't got a podcast? The dog pissed on the hard drive, man. I don't know. I mean, it smelled like a common... Either it was either smelled like Bud Light or dog piss, but the hard drive's fried. That's why I got the new uh, setup, man. Man, hard times out there. Hard times. Hard times. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We needed a second beer break tonight. COVID's a motherfucker, you know what I mean? There we go. So, there are some positives of COVID. I hate to admit it, but I'm on board. 
He does have a lot of new guitars here in the Thunderdome. I'm not going to lie. All polished up, shiny and everything. His girlfriend is clearly taking good care of him. We've talked about don't get hammered at your holiday Christmas party. Yeah. But we know what we hadn't talked about. Who is winning 2020? See, it's not a totally negative year. I mean, you got to look at life in a positive light, man. Every day you're above ground breathing is a great day. Absolutely. Now, I'm coming around on some of this other stuff that we'll get into later down the road and the Twitter and the Tweedles and all that kind of stuff. But seriously, who is winning 2020? That's what I want to know. Top five. Top five. Amazon. Oh, Amazon's putting it down, man. Like, all these guitars that you see, like, I've got this stuff delivered. You're not walking into shopping malls this year. You sit around bored when you usually would be out socializing in the sunlight and soaking in vitamin D, and you just order stuff online. So Amazon's raking it in. Raking it in. You walk around, you see cardboard boxes on everybody's doorstep. I'm talking Jeff Bezos just paid his ex-wife, like, you know, a billion dollars and didn't even bat an eye. He's like, get away, get yeah. away. I'm it's done like, with you. Thanks for your time. You didn't clean the guitars. You got to go. Yeah. So, number five, definitely got to be Amazon. I'm with you there, man. Who's number four? Uh, number four, coming in strong, subscription services. Dude, they got, man. And I'm not talking your Hello Kitty box that you was getting anyway. Everybody knows, man. I've like told myself throughout this year and probably before this year, I'm not buying one more damn subscription service. It's not going to happen. I've got everything I need. Then Yellowstone rolled out on Peacock, and next thing you know, you got to get the back episodes. Exactly. I mean, my girl's still going crazy about this Disney so she can see the little Baby Yoda. I haven't budged on that one. Okay, Baby Yoda is awesome, one. And two, if you know anything about the Mandalorian, you know old Mando doesn't take his mask off. Hashtag COVID safe. Oh! You think that? You think that's a coincidence? Oh! Who's coming in hot at number three? Okay, hot at number three. This is a little bit of a subcategory. You got gamers, introverts, and kids at school that hate school and kids that get bullied at school. Aren't those all three the same people, though? They pretty much usually are, and that's why we lumped them all together. And let's face it, gamers don't even know there's a damn pandemic. Gamer, gamers are like, what's the fuss about, man? Like, I'm It's just about, another day with my headset on, cussing out a, like, a 12-year-old when I'm 45, It right? seems like every two weeks there's a new story about somebody having to poop in a five-gallon bucket because they didn't want to get off Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever the hell it is they're playing. Yeah, it's like Howard Hughes. Isn't that who that was? Basically. Peeing in jars. Gamers. Yeah. They also listen to podcasts. So, hey, subscribe, click like, whatever you want to do. Well, we aren't hating. We we just recognize the struggle. That's That's right. That's right. Struggle is real when you got to win. We know how it is. All right. Number two, though, this is kind of interesting. I put a lot of thought into this, but when you think about it, it's going to come out clear. Jealous partners. Oh, man. Think about it. When you can't go out to a bar, your other can't go to happy hour with coworkers at work, all that kind of stuff, it's out in 2020, man. You know there's those types, this type of guy that just see his girl get dressed up, and, you know, she says she's going to a work party, and she's dressed sexy as hell, and his mind's just racing the entire time that she's gone. Oh, it's a different dynamic now. I'm just going to get a frosé with the girls. 
And then he's over there like, damn, your dress is short for a frosé with the girls on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, jealous partners, they're having a hell of a 2020. They are, man. So instead of the kind of text abuse that they have to give them remotely, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? They have to abuse them remotely. What are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. Show me some video footage. We need to go live right now. I Um, just checked your nearby places on Facebook, and let's face it, you're not there. Yeah, so those jealous kind of boyfriend guys can just sit home and abuse their girlfriends like they're accustomed to, so they're they're (laughs) loving it, man. Exactly. The girlfriends are there for them. They're not going anywhere. They're locked down tight. They don't even have to check their location on Apple. Like They got it. Yeah, so the the number one flourishing community they in are 2020 com- completely winning 2020 completely winning because they're similar to the gamers because they're like ain't a damn thing changed but they feel and like they're basically an online community but the difference is is they're not sitting in their damn house they're out partying studio 54 style putting it down <laughs> It's the furries, baby. The furries, baby. The furry fanatics. That community is thriving in 2020. For those of you that may not know what the furry community is, it's a fetish community that revolves around overgrown stuffed animals where people dress up like Teddy Ruxpin or they dress up like Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah, think about the human costumes walking around Disney World and then throw that into a fetish category. You add in a little sex, maybe a convention somewhere. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. It's totally a thing, man. We're talking about Craigslist swingers. <laughs> back page, back door, 4chan, yeah. 8chan, Reddit, whatever you're on Yeah, meets uh, pound puppy fanatics, meets like super smurf convention fans. It's built for 2020. Their bodies are fully encapsulated in a suit. They're wearing a mask. It's oversized. There's basically almost six feet of social distancing involved automatically. And like when you were a kid, you used to have the long johns where you had the button downs on the back of your long john so you could take a poop if you need to. Man, furries don't play around. They got button downs on the front and the back of the furry outfit. So Papa Smurf walks in, right? Papa Smurf undoes the front, pop, pop. Undoes the back, pop, pop, come here, Smurf fed. I'm going to show you a thing or two. Bam. Still got his mask on, socially distanced, ready to rock and roll. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Built for 2020. Uh, so let, let, let me ask you this. Sounds like It sounds like you may have been to a furry convention or two, but what is the most derogatory term that you could call a furry? Oh, I don't know. And no, for the record, I've never been to a sure convention. Don't I don't know. This is like saying the N-word. Um, some of the derogatory uh, words that I'm sure everybody's Can familiar for Jewish folks. Can we I, put it in podcasts? Ah, uh, man, it's I mean, very risque and very discriminatory. And do we sure? I mean, I'm going to say we don't, it anyway. I mean, we don't need we don't need to cut anybody out of our podcast now. I, mean, I don't I don't need furries like protesting in front of my house like they're doing to the governors. I mean, of I don't Michigan want to discriminate kind of any of your ex girlfriends, man. They all need to be subscribing and liking and giving us good ratings. So anyway, what's the term? Fervert. 
<laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we bid you adieu. Thank you for spending some time with us. We'll see you next week for the holiday episode. Hit that like, hit subscribe. We got a big holiday episode coming out. Don't forget, you can hit us up at the Mad Matt and JP Show at gmail.com. Thanks. Thanks.